Yeah. <laughs> Next card, Shacklegeist. Colorless blue spirit, 2-2. Two -two. Flying. Shacklegeist can only block creatures with flying. Tap to untap spirits you control. Tap target creature you don't control. Uh, let me check this. Well, you check that. I'll talk about it. Standard. Okay, yeah. No, there, there's just there's <laughs> something funny. I need to I need to find this on the Twitter. It's it has the exact same card name as another spirit in Spanish. This is the second yeah, time that's happened. At least the second time. So yeah. So this is in in Spanish. This is Geist Encadenado. I probably said that wrong. Mm-hmm. And in Avis, is this Avison? There was Geist Encanado. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't know Spanish. If you, but yeah, I. If you want to win the Spirit Mirror in Modern, you put this card in your sideboard. That's it. That's the analysis. Moving on. Yeah. Liliana's Standard Bearer. Two colorless and a black. Three total mana. Three one. Zombie Knight. Flash. When Liliana's Standard Bear enters the battlefield, draw X cards, where X is the number of creatures that died under your control this turn. This... Okay, this one's interesting. Like, like if there's a black aggro deck. So, like, if you're just, if you're just being, like, mindlessly aggro, this actually rewards you. Mm -hmm. Because you just swing with the team, and your opponent makes whatever blocks they want. You probably you get some damage through, maybe make a trade. Uh, Something's gonna just get blocked and die but then you just flash this in and it's like oops i'm just gonna redraw those cards yeah for me black lance paragon's flash ability is really obnoxious and the fact you can just main deck four more flash knights yeah means that you have infinite versatility in playing your card this card's really good i think it's underrated and all of knight's decks are gonna play four absolutely just the flash alone on an aggro card is nuts. Yeah. Next card, double vision. Whenever you cast enchantment, whenever you cast your first instant or sorcery spell each turn, you may choose new targets. Oh, copy that spell. You may choose new targets for the copy. Oh my god, yes. Now, not for standard, not for modern, but commander. Absolutely commander. Oh yeah. Now obviously it's like, the commander state the the re the obligatory red goofy enchantment for commander. Oh, dude, uh, many years ago, I I built Melek, mm -hmm. and that was, what, six drop, blue, red, I can't remember power toughness, but you revealed, you played with the top card of your library revealed, if it was an instant sorcery, you, you could cast it, and then double it. So, so with double vision and Melek, it's like, well, alright, uh, off the top, I'm gonna play time stretch. <laughs> I'm gonna take six extra, 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 six extra turns. What the and, fuck? And then the entire rest of the table is just gonna be like, uh, we're going home now. Yeah, game's over, guys. <laughs> <laughs> ben wins. <laughs> I just yeah, I, and there, there's other wacky stuff you could do. Mm. This also goes with the seven damage burn spell, kind of. Interesting. Uh, um, I, I don't know. Oh, uh, just. Uh, Actually, not, not for standard. Uh, it's just it's terrible. I'm. Okay, there, there is a slim, slim chance that no. he's playing modern. Oh, in modern, it's, yeah. it's minuscule. I was still waiting for somebody to break Luca in modern, uh, but because Luca gets your Gristlebrand every time, and that mm -hmm. still hasn't happened yet. Anyway, next card: Joel Rail Muanvuli Recluse. I don't know how to pronounce this stuff. I always said Monvali, but I think that was wrong. There's a U, Monvuli 
recluse. If you're a yeah, Vorthos, tweet at us. Correct us, please. Yeah. Colorless green, 1-2, legendary creature, human druid. Whenever you draw your second card each turn, create a 2-2 green cat creature token. Activated ability, four colorless, double green. Until end of turn, creatures you control have base power and toughness XX, where X is the number of cards in your hand. Uh... Terrible? I don't... <laughs> I just... I just don't really get it. No, it's super weird. It's a green... Like, there's a draw trigger, and then, like, an overrun type effect. I guess you're supposed to draw extra cards, and then she makes the cats, and then you have, like, seven cards in your hand, and then you attack with a bunch of seven-seven cats. I don't know. It's... Yeah, yeah, not great. I don't... Yeah, I'm going to give this one a pass. You're going to open it and go, No! (laughs) I'm going to open it and be like, I guess I'll make an extra commander deck... Yeah, good thing drawing blue and green magic cards is not a supported commander archetype until now, right? <laughs> Wait, it's whenever you oh, it's whenever you draw your second card. It's yeah. not extra cards. It's just second card because like because with like in commander, I guess technically modern. <laughs> like if that was for each extra card you drew, that would go really well with harmonize. Mm-hmm. But sadly, it isn't. So that'll be a hard pass yeah. for me. Nine lives. One colorless, double white, enchantment. Hexproof. If a source would deal damage to you, prevent that damage and put an incarnation counter on nine lives. When there are nine or more incarnation counters on nine lives, exile it. When nine lives leaves the battlefield, you lose the game. Solemnity. Yeah, solemnity combo. Nothing can get counters. And I mean, it's, I mean, it's a lot more work than... You know, just Platinum Angel, but... It's what's in Standard. Wait, is Solemnity in Standard? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Solemnity MTG. No, wait, Hour of Devastation. Oh, no, it's not. No. Yeah, th- yeah, that was Amonkhet Block. Okay. No. <laughs> so I guess... I guess Modern? Well, compared to Phyrexian Unlife. Yeah. This does not work with Ad Nauseam, so... Yeah, it's it's cute. Some somebody will yeah. probably break it somewhere. It's it says you just get to take a bunch of free damage, so it'll be broken sometime somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, uh, either that, or it'll just be like, I mean, obviously, commander, um, maybe in some kind of control deck. Uh, no, yeah, it's uh, it's a bunch of extra damage if you want to gain nine life against red. Here you go, three mana. Have at it. Uh, once you're at eight, you can uh, you can never take damage again. But that's uh, that's how that works. Yeah. So so what I do like is that if a source would deal damage to you, prevent all the damage. Yeah. And put one counter on it. It's not one counter per damage. Oh no, I wasn't. Oh yeah, I I wasn't even going there. Um, but yeah, if you want, it's this just gains you eight life. Then you die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next card. Stormlight Entity. Three colorless, double blue. Three, three elemental. This spell costs two colorless and blue less to cast if you've cast an instant or sorcery spell this turn, so the modified cost would be colorless blue. Flying Prowess. When Stormwing Entity enters the battlefield, scry two. So, I'm going to call a shot here because I jokingly called a shot when Hollowed One was spoiled. Because when Hollowed One was spoiled, I was just like, Oh, I guess I'll just play a bunch of Street Wraiths and then play them for free. 
and then that actually did become a deck. So this, you can go turn two, even even turn one in modern, if you have Simeon Spirit Guide, you'll like land Simeon Spirit Guide, Metamorphose, draw a card, just make two blue with Metamorphose, Stormwing Entity. Yeah, it's a Womble Combo with Metamorphose. Uh, in standard, you, you can't play this before turn no, you can play it on turn two because you have the adventure creature that makes a you pay a green to make any color of mana. So if you want to play the green adventure creature, you can play this on turn two in standard. Other than that, you can usually play it on turn three. And I believe Dreadhorde Arcanist is still in standard. So this is really good with shock and opt, obviously. Yeah, we're getting opt back. I don't know if opt is currently in standard. It is. But we're getting it back anyway. It is. Nobody plays it except Team of Reclamation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, turn three you can go. You can go opt. Play this turn three. And I mean, I don't. I don't think it's gonna be broken. I mean, it's it's obviously not the shot that I called with uh with Hollow One. Well, it's about critical but... mass. You think about the blue red sorcery deck. You have Sprite Dragon. You have Pateramander now, or you still had Pateramander, but. I know it's Terramander. Uh, you have Dreadhorde Arcanist. You have this guy. You're, that's sixteen creatures. It's we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, I mean, at the very, <coughs> at the very least, people will try it. Yes, and uh, yeah, the blue red deck. It might happen at some point here in the format. Uh, next card, Necromentia, colorless double black. This is going to be your uh, extra pate of the set. Choose a card name other than a basic land. Search target opponent's graveyard hand and library for any number of cards with that name and exile them. That player shuffles their library, then creates a 2-2 black zombie creature token for each card exiled from their hand this way. So I'm going to kick this off by saying Onward Ego only searches for up to four of a copy, and it lets them draw a card if they have it in their hand. Making a 2-2 zombie against the decks you're playing this against is way better than letting them draw a card. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think there's too much to say. You play this when people are trying to combo off. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, I mean, if there if there's a combo deck in the format, or or if there's like you know if, uh, when we had blue light control back in the RTR days, uh, just get rid of their uh, what's it, what it wasn't morphling etherling etherling. So for whatever reason, like like they're tapped out, and you can get rid of their, like their one win con. This is good, but yeah, this this is definitely sideboard material. Yeah, it's just that's, another that's sideboard card. Nothing nothing special. Next card, Gadrak, the Crown Scourge. Two colorless and a red. 5-4, Legendary Dragon. Flying. Ga Gadrak, the Crown Scourge, can't attack unless you control four or more artifacts. At the beginning of your end step, create a treasure token for each non-token creature that died this turn. Does this go into the oven deck? I actually did not realize that until I was listening to Patrick Chapin and Mike Flores' podcast. And huh. you could play one of these in the oven deck, because this makes mana, and that deck loves mana. It really does. Once it gets going, you don't have enough mana to do everything. Mm -hmm. Also, the artifact, the oven is an artifact, the food is an artifact, Bolsa Citadel yep. is an artifact. It's, uh, I, you, 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 I think it will. I think it'll play one or two. Yeah, I, I don't see it playing four, but one or two is reasonable. And then... Uh, they talked about, Patrick Chapin and Mike Flores, they talked about Pioneer, how in the blue-red artifact stack, you just have four artifacts all the time. So, yeah, it's a, it's a nice card. And put one in your oven deck. If you don't like it, take it out. That's cool. It's your life. Yeah. Uh, next card, Primal Might. 
X and green. Sorcery. Target creature you control gets XX until end of turn, then it fights up to one target creature you don't control. Okay, I can't remember which card this obsoleted, but it absolutely obsoleted a card. It did, and uh, that card was Prey Upon. Yeah, because Prey Upon was just, you know, a green one of your creatures fights another creature. It's... But this, just throw an X on it and, you know, make it bigger. Yeah. Because... Make sure, like, it can it can survive the fight and then attack through. You still get to fight if you pay no extra mana. Yeah, you can just pay the green and just, uh, just fight your guy. Uh, it's dead. Attack. It's, it's a good card. I don't... Nothing much to say. You're gonna sideboard it because nobody plays creatures. And if you do, you're a madman right now in standard. But, uh, things might change. Next yeah. card. Pack leader, colorless white 2-2 dog. Other dogs you control get 1-1. Whenever pack leader attacks, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn to dogs you control. This this is adorable. I mean, look at that dog. It he's is. got his armor, his helmet, mm -hmm. he's got his, all, all his other dog friends. And I mean, I don't know if this is going to be like standard playable, but especially now that hounds are ratted to be dogs... Oh, I did. I I forgot about that. Yeah, I I don't know what good yeah. dogs are in standard. Uh, besides this one, <laughs> okay, here uh, yeah. the whatever guard I think gives you a dog buff, right? Or maybe it doesn't. I'm uh, not sure. But yeah, put this in your dog deck. Nailed it. Next card, <laughs> Sublime Epiphany, <laughs> four colorless mana, two blue. Instant. Choose one or more. So for six mana, you get to do one or more of these. Counter target spell. Counter target activated or triggered ability. Return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. Create a token that's a copy of target creature you control. Target players draws a card. 31 possibilities, one card. So this is, they're like, they're just like, how do we take cryptic command and make it cooler? You do this, and you're allowed to do this because Mystical Dispute is in this format, which means this thing will never be playable. And it makes me sad. This thing is so cool. I... I don't know. I I think it'll be played. It's Throne of Eldraine. Yeah. Like it's so it's, cool. I love this card. I wish you could play it. Oh no. I no. I think it will be played. Absolutely. Well, like I hope maybe, I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're right. Like like maybe not long term, but you, you know the, like those first two weeks when the meta is just like you're gonna get somebody with it. Yeah. You're you're yeah. Like the meta gets sh gets shaken up, but like. Like three weeks after release, it'll probably start falling off. Yeah, uh, it's. I, oh yeah, those, those first two weeks, I'm. Yeah, no, we're 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 running into this a lot. If you want to play this card, play it immediately because you will not get to play it within two weeks. <laughs> That's all yeah. I will say. Next card: Peer into the Abyss. Four colorless, three black, seven total mana. Sorcery. Target players draws. Target player draws cards equal to half the number of cards in their library and loses half of their life. Round up each time. Isn't Underworld Dreams a standard right now? Uh, yes. And you don't have to do that. You can just pay seven mana, make them lose half their life, then attack them and kill them. Now, what oh, deck, yeah, for sure. What deck would do that? I don't know. But in Hearthstone, Mira's Unstable Element, five mana, draw the rest of your deck. Now, Hearthstone, <laughs> Hearthstone, no, Hearthstone they have a ten-card limit in their hand, so it's not... Like magic, which would be draw your draw sixty cards, but yeah, it's it yeah for Hearthstone, it's like you hit the ten, and then the rest just start like burning into oblivion. Yeah, this is uh, where... this, this is a powerful effect. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with with magic, it's like 
you have them all in your hand until end of turn. So, like, like thinking commander specifically, uh, maybe modern slim chance. Uh, it is omniscience. breakable. Yeah, it's I don't. It's cool art though. I really like the art. Um, yeah. It'll 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 be oh EDH staple. Got to throw that in there. I'm mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, cool card. I will definitely try to uh, dome somebody for half their life, then kill them. <laughs> Next card, Subira, Tulziti Caravaner. Two colorless and a red for a 2-3. Legendary creature, Human Shaman. Haste, pay a mana. Another target creature with power two or less can't be blocked this turn. Colorless, red, tap. Discard your hand. Tell end of turn. Whenever a creature you control with power two or less deals combat damage to a player, draw a card that's i i think that's gonna be good because it's it's gonna be in red aggro probably not as a four of probably a one of but like in any kind of red based aggro standard modern pioneer or whatever you know like turn four your hand is probably mostly empty um yeah i i think the comparison is uh what is it pia nalar um nalar she was a three mana two two yeah here we go pia nalar Two colorless red, 2-2. Two, two. When PMLR enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 one, one Thopter with flying. Uh, pay 2 mana, target artifact creature gets 1-0 until end of turn. 1 mana, sacrifice an artifact. Target creature can't block this turn. I think that's a better comparison. Um, it, it's it's These are two different formats. This thing does have haste. That is yeah. that is valuable, and so we cannot discount this. Also, you could, yeah, it but- has haste, and you pay 1 mana to make your creatures unblockable, right? So if you have extra mana, you could just play this attack and your other stuff can't block or whatever. I don't know, maybe you have three Javier Dominguez in play and you don't you want to deal six to them, right? It's yeah, yeah we shouldn't discount is, this. This is this is a good card. This is yeah, it's just a really good like well it it, it functions as a top end and like a middle card. Because in the middle, I mean, it's a 2-3 haste, he can just try to get 2 damage in. But at 4 or even 5 mana, it's like, well, my stuff's unblockable, you're taking this damage. Also, you can just draw cards. Like, you can just spend an entire turn, you can't block any of my creatures. Oh, by the way, when they hit you, I draw a bunch of cards. Yeah. Um, if they have, like, a Dream Trawler out. This is great at getting around Dream Trawler. Yeah. So don't uh, don't count this one out. Uh, put it in your sideboard. Try it out. Next card, I don't... I don't even know if we need to talk about this because we all know how good this card is at this point. Scavenging Ooze. Colorless green, 2-2. Pay a green mana, exile target card from a graveyard. If it was a creature card, put a 1-1 counter on Scavenging Ooze. Gain a life. Yeah, it's like... You have green in your deck, put it in your deck. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a fair card. It's a balanced card. It would stop her for, like, graveyard shenanigans. Or what's going to be ironic... Yeah, what's going to be ironic is the Uro decks are going to play this because of other Uro decks. Yeah, you can eat the cat. If, you, if you're playing Wreck, you probably don't put it in your deck, but if you're going to have play a deck with green, just put it in your deck, all right? Yeah. Wait, let, let's move on. We're not talking about this card. That would be yeah, insulting, <laughs> insulting people. <laughs> it's a 10 out of 10. We are. Everyone knows this. Uh, Rune Halo, double white enchantment. As Rune Halo enters the battlefield, choose a card name. You have protection from the chosen card name. Odd reprint. It's I don't think it's super odd because I think it's only printing before was Shadowmoor. Mm-hmm. It might have been one of the master sets, but this is almost definitely for the commander players, the modern players. 
because it was like 40 bucks, 30, 40 bucks. Oh, was it? Yeah. I mean, at least for a time. And because of this reprint, I think, I'm going to look it up. I think it's down to three. They ba- they banned this card or... in Brawl already, right? They just preemptively banned <laughs> it in Brawl. <laughs> yeah, <too. laughs> it's All right, I'm try- All right, Star City, if it'll load. Oh, yeah, it's it's a dollar on Star City. And Star City is notoriously, uh, no, like, their, their singles are pretty high-priced. I mean, I get why. I'm not going to go into that right now. But Star City is putting it at 99 cents. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, everybody gets Rune Halos. Yeah. Now, next card. Teferi's Ageless Insight. Two colorless, two blue. If you would draw a card, except the first one you would draw on each of your draw steps, draw two cards instead. Oh, this is a legendary enchantment. I should mention that. Yeah, it's it's legendary. Uh, uh, that's... No? Four mana, do nothing blue card? The, when you play it? No, thank you. I'm good. I mean, it's... EDH, obviously, great. It, it, it's Argus, yeah, arguably uh, a more fair version of Consecrated Sphinx. Consecrated Sphinx killed people. Oh, yeah, it was a 5-6 flying, yeah. This is not comparable. I, think... I mean, yeah, I mean... I mean, Commander Sable, but... You can... It's good with cycling. It's cute with... Really cute with cycling. Yes, yeah. I would like I would like to always find my Zenith Flare, please. Thank you. And then you just discard your ha- entire hand and you flare for 20. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm going to say no for standard. Uh, what do you... I'm going to I'm gonna say a maybe for the cycling deck, like as a one-of. Okay, fair enough. Next card, Thieves Guild Enforcer. One black mana, one one, human rogue... Rogue is important because of Robber the Rich. Flash. Whenever Thieves Guild Enforcer or another rogue enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent mills two cards. As long as, as an opponent has eight or more cards in their graveyard, Thieves Guild Enforcer gets 2-1 and has Death Touch. First of all, I'm I'm glad they finally keyworded mill. Yeah, saves a lot of space. I only took them... 25, uh, 6 years? 27, 27 years. Yeah. Nah, we'll but, make it 30, just in case. But I mean, I, this card's terrible, because we have Uro in the format. I'm just going to get straight to the point. I <laughs> I can't I can't in good conscience say anything good about this, because if you play it... Oh, thank you for my Uro. I, I was missing it before. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they'll mill you and the Uro. They'll feel your Uro, Uro if you already have it. It's a disaster. Yeah. I, no. I mean, it's, it's a cool card. It's cool card design. It's super cool. I love this card. But, but with Uro in the fo- in standard, like, no. It's cute. Um, Next card. Transmogrify. Three colorless and a red. Sorcery. Exile target creature. That creature's controller reveals cards from the top of their library until they reveal a creature card. That player puts that card onto the battlefield and shuffles the rest into, to their library. Literally red polymorph. Yeah, it's... So now you can have eight polymorphs in standard. Wait, Luka. polymorph is already in standard? Yeah, Luca. Oh yeah, I, I was thinking like like modern, just like well, here's another color to get my Emrakul or my Grizzlebrand. Yeah, occasionally or... there's this blue, white, red polymorph deck that pops up in modern um, every now and then, and I forget how they make the creatures, but it but it's cute. Um, how badly do you want to cheat out Dream Trawler? I, I was actually on Gatherer yesterday trying to figure out the best way to abuse 8 Polymorph. Oh god, you could you could have a turn 3 Dream Trawler. You can. Um, yeah, it's just... 
with Agent Gone, the next best thing is Enray's Forerunners and Yadaro and Dream Trawler. That's about it. Because it does there there's the giant convoke worm, but Elspeth conquers death and Teferi. So you can never right. actually cast that card. And that's that's bad. I know it's fun. I, I will be making some eight polymorph content. Don't worry. <laughs> Alright, next card. Sporeweb Weaver. Two colorless and a green for a one four spider. Reach Hexproof from Blue. Whenever Sporeweb Spite Weaver is dealt damage, you gain a life and make a 1-1 Sapperling. Um, well, it's good against Teferi, kind of. Nah, it's, it's great against I, Red. I you can't attack into this with Red. <laughs> yeah, no. No, any aggro deck just be like, wow, you're. I'm going to attack. One of my creatures is going to die. You're going to gain a life. Oh, God, and... Imagine this thing in multiples, like if you had two or three in play at the same time. <laughs> that would be funny. Aggro is not attacking. Just just straight up, it is not even going to try. Not without an Embercleave. Not without Embercleave or like Lava Coils. And like I, I think you said before, nobody's playing Lava Coil right now. Mm -mm. So, yeah, good card. Uh, put it in your sideboard. Wow, easy. Next card, Speaker of the Heavens with some of the weirdest art in recent magic history. Look this one up if you don't know it. One white I mean, mana for... Oh, you, go ahead. I'm, I'm looking at the art. It's kind of weird, but I don't get it. Yeah, it's... I think he's supposed to be a monk or some kind of spiritual person. One white mana, one one, human cleric, vigilance, lifelink. Tap. Create a 4-4 four, four white angel creature token with flying. Activate this ability only if you have at least seven life more than your starting life total, and only any time you could cast a sorcery. Interesting. It is. So right away... Soul Sisters, obviously. You have another martyr payoff. Yeah. I like how he has Vigilance and Lifelink, but he's just a 1-1 one -one with nothing else. <laughs> it's so <laughs> bad. You can't attack with this thing. <laughs> uh, you can. You just shouldn't. It's like, uh, lock. <laughs> I, I just, just kind of like the flavor here. Just Like, he he's just, he's just this guy, but he's like, I will defend and gain life. Flavor text. All are welcome in the angel's light. It's so dorky. It's I love it. I want four of these in foil just just to have them if they're so cheap, if they're dirt cheap, if they're actually playable. I'm not gonna buy them. <laughs> uh, next yeah, card. Oh, keep going. It's, it's probably gonna be like a dollar foil. Although to be fair, this is a one-one with lifelink in a format with a Johnny's Pride Mate, Healer's Hawk, Cat Oven. You never know. Yeah, you you honestly true. never know. If because most of the top decks aren't playing creatures to block this guy. Yeah, I mean, one of us will try to brew it. Yes, it'll be probably, <laughs> probably me. Yeah. So next card, veto, thorn of the Deskeros, two colorless and a black, one three, legendary creature, vampire cleric. Whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life. Pay three colorless and two black, five total mana. Creatures you control. Gain lifelink until end of turn. So immediate EDH sable. Yes, I forgot about the whenever you gain life, you combo. Oh, no, it is Sanguine yeah. Bond. And what what is it's, it? It's Sanguine it's, Bond and... It's Sanguine Bond and... Uh, I I just saw it my LGS the other day. Uh, I, yeah, you I, know, I'll, I'll just Google the combo. Look, if you know what we're talking about, you mm. know what we're talking about, okay? Bond combo. Get these for your EDH stuff. Sit on this guy, because they aren't going to reprint him anytime soon. All right. That, exquisite blood. Exquisite I found it. Blood. Exquisite blood. 
Yeah, Bob, yeah whenever an opponent these. loses life. Actually, let, let me reread Vito for a sec. When, oh, okay, whenever you gain a life, opponent loses that much life. Uh, exquisite blood is whenever an opponent loses life, you gain that much life. Yeah, this is $5 pre-order. It's going to be nothing. Just buy them up. Sit on them. There's your MTG Finance advice for the yeah. podcast. Oh, no, we're MTG Finance now. No, we're not. I just mocked not them earlier in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Next card. Volcanic Salvo. 10 colorless mana. 2 red. 12 total mana. Sorcery. The spell costs X less to cast, where X is the total power of creatures you control. Volcanic Salvo deals six damage to each of up to two target creatures and or planeswalkers. Why doesn't uh, this hit face? Why can't this hit yeah. face? Like, seriously. If I have ten power of creatures in play, why just let me hit the face. I Come on, just let me have it. <laughs> That's two lovestruck beast, to be fair. But still, it... Uh, why, I, why didn't they let it hit face? Or... Or even instead of hitting face, like, divide up the damage among as many non-player targets as possible. I know, right? This is 12 mana. Like, turn one, nothing. Or Pelt Collector, I guess. Turn two, Paradise Druid. Okay, now this thing is 8 mana. I have to play another creature. And even when you go through all the work, it still only kits two things. This card sucks. I'm sad. I want to hit the face with it. It's probably fine for draft and sealed. Oh, it's a bomb in draft. It, it's it's just it's two four mana. Kill your best stuff. Kill your planeswalker. Of course, it's great in yeah. draft. But uh, those are all the rares. Uh, let's move on to well, those are all the colored rares. Let's skip down to colorless and multicolor. Let's see. Right here. Scrolling, scrolling way down. Oh, here we go. All right, let's start with the multicolor. Ren and Sari, inseparable. Colorless, red, green, white, 4-4. Four, four. Legendary creature, dog cat. Not cat dog, dog cat. <laughs> Whenever you cast a dog spell, create a 1-1 one, one green cat. Whenever you cast a cat spell, create a 1-1 one, one white dog. Uh, red, white, green, tap. Rin and Sari, inseparable. Deals damage to any target, equal to the number of dogs you control. You gain life, equal to the number of cats you control. This is it. This is the dog cat payoff. How just... Why, they have, why is this they not had a the opportunity to say cat dog? They did, and they didn't. I don't know why. They could have. I don't. Maybe they, they didn't want us making cat dog jokes about it. But we're gonna do it anyway. We are. Why isn't this it's a lord? Like, why it's, doesn't it give a it, toughness or something? You know. Like this. Like it. It has just has to be like a legal thing where their lawyers are like, no, you can't say cat. Dog. It had to be. That just makes sense. But uh, I don't know if Naya cat dogs is a thing. You play the card. That's my well, set review for standard. What about you, Ben? <laughs> I mean, so you don't have to do cat dog tribal. You can actually pick one or the other. True. So like dogs are going to be you, better though, because this does damage with the dogs. Yeah. Also, dogs are better than cats. Debatable, but uh, that's another episode. I am going to get yelled at so hard in the comments. That's fine. Uh, let them fight with each other. What do you think for EDH? Oh, EDH. This, it, I don't know if it's going to be good, but it's going to be popular. Very popular. It's a fun card. Fun art. Um, there yeah. you go. Next card. Not Niambi, esteemed speaker. Vorthos. If I mangled that, let me know. Blue, white, 2-1. Legendary creature. Human cleric. 
flashed. When Niambi esteemed speaker enters the battlefield, you may return another target creature you control to its owner's hand. If you do, gain life equal to that creature's converted mana cost. Colorless white blue tap. Discard a legendary card. Draw two cards. Um, this is another one of those cards where I don't really get the synergy it's supposed to have. I don't think it's not. It's supposed to have any particular synergy per se, but this is a two-one with flash in blue and white. Yeah. Um, not that blue-white decks and standard play creatures, but uh, I like it. You put Baron back in your hand, then you throw him away to draw two cards. <laughs> yeah. Or just uh, it's... your opponent goes like uh. I, I already forgot the name. It's the minus four, minus four spell. I don't know. Is there any fatties we can cheat out? This is, is a discard outlet, if it lives, obviously. That lets you yeah. draw two cards. Um, yeah. Also, it just... Uh, it protects you from removal. It does. True. True. Um, so, like, they... Oh, Grass of Darkness. So, they go Grasp of Darkness on all your creatures. You flash in Niambi, Niambi, whatever it is, uh, and just bounce that creature your hand, and they get minus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, if it shows up, it shows up. I don't have any particular comments about this thing. Um, Next card, Sanctum of All. White, blue, black, red, green. Five mana total. Wooberg. Wooberg, that's right. Legendary Enchantment Shrine. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may search your library or graveyard for a shrine card and put it onto the battlefield. If you search your library this way, shuffle it. If an ability of another shrine you control triggers, will you control six or more shrines? That ability triggers an additional time. Wow, Shrine Tribal. I I don't know why there's the stipulation of having to have six or more shrines. That's a lot. This would be, this would be perfectly like I I don't know why if I would say playable, but it would be reasonable if it just double your shrine your shrine triggers. That that would be fine. Probably it's five mana blue card. It doesn't do anything when you play it. it yeah, it's fun casual card that's that's about it yeah it's... I, i'm glad they're uh, appealing to the shrine gamer demographic you know what this is the setup for the return to kamigawa that is what's going on here we are returning to kamigawa and kamigawa block the entire set is just shrines and it's <laughs> uh the game is now shrine tribal <laughs> yeah just yeah just you know a brand new set 250 300 cards just all shrines even make the, the make the land shrines. <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> like like basic forest shrine. Oh, moving on. Rada, heart of Keld, colorless red green. Three total mana. Three three legendary elf warrior. As long as it's your turn, Rada, heart of Keld has first strike. You may look at the top card of your library at any time, and you may play lands from the top of your library. Four colorless red green activated ability. Rada gets XX until end of turn, where X is the number of lands you control. Okay, this card... Is great. So, yeah, like, what have we learned about being able to play lands off the top of your deck? No, no, no. Is, this is, lets you play lands off the top of your deck in an aggressive deck. Yeah. You will yeah, this, never this, miss your land drop again. Yeah, this is an Oracle of Moldiah. This is, here's a 3-3 first striker, also gets some free land. You can play those five mana creatures in your red green deck and never worry about casting them if you draw this yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, that makes the that makes uh the mythic dragon way better. This thing's great. It will see play in red green. Will red green get better? I don't know. Now the colorless rares. Ugin the Spirit Dragon, eight mana, seven loyalty, plus two, deal three damage to any target, minus X. Exile each permanent with converted mana cost, X or less, that's one or more colors. 
minus 10, you gain seven life, draw seven cards, then put seven permanents, if you want, from your hand onto the battlefield. We don't need to talk about this guy. He's great. No. Ramp is great. Yeah, I mean, there, there's already a ramp tech and standard. And like I said before, this core set is at least a good chunk of it. It's the commander set. It's the modern set. Because Ugin right now is sitting at like 60 bucks. So this should bring it back down probably like 20. Yeah. Like, take your decks, take your Bant, take your Assault Eye, take a card or two out, put Ugin in. Yeah. That's it. Just, there you go. Good talk. Moving on to a far more interesting <laughs> card. Chromatic Orrery. Seven mana. Legendary artifact. You may spend mana as though it were mana of any color. Tap. Add five colorless mana. Five. Pay five. Tap. Draw a card for each color among permanents you control. You know how I was, I was just saying this with the commander set? Yeah. This is yeah. a commander card. It's also definitely, it's not unplayable in standard. This thing costs two mana. Yeah, essentially. Like you can just play this, and then you have five mana, and I don't know. It's such a weird card. And w- and with ramp, I mean, you you have uh, you have the mana dump to just draw extra cards. All your stuff is essentially colorless, so you can just. It's like, well, I have seven mana. I can play anything. I, I'm gonna crisis for ten kajillion. <laughs> oh God. It's uh, this is an interesting card. I. Um, I don't know. Can we cheat this out some way? I'm sure somebody will cheat it out somewhere. Yeah. But uh, no, don't sit on this one. Cut it for your EDH decks, because after it goes out of print, it'll probably be a while before it comes back. Yeah, like, the time to buy is probably 10 weeks after all. I'm sure because then people will get, figure it out. Like, people, like, at that point, there's going to be a bunch of M21 opened, and the next set, it's... uh. What's like Zendikar Adventures? Oh yeah, something like that. So people are gonna be getting hyped for that. So this is gonna take down a couple bucks. That's probably the time to get it. But uh, yeah, cool card. I'm I'm gonna brew with this one for sure. And by brew, I mean put it in my deck and then do something dumb. Uh, <laughs> next card, Maze Mind Tome, two mana artifact. Put a page counter on Maze Mind. T- uh, tap. Put a page pa- counter on Maze Mind Tome. Scribe one. Pay two mana, tap, put a page counter on Maze Mind Tome, draw a card. When there are four or more page counters on Maze Mind Tome, exile it. If you do, you gain four life. So th- this is a traditional control staple. Yes. And I... Starting, I first. mean, on turn two, you start manipulating your draws. Yeah, you're high on this card, and I know Jerry Thompson's high on this card. For me, I had to reread this just now to fully understand what was going on. The comparison is treasure map, right? And I like how you can pass and then draw a card if you want. Yeah. Okay, I I didn't have to counter anything, draw a card. Yeah, and then you put the fourth counter on, you gain four life, you know, GG no re-aggro, and you've already manipulated your draws, you've drawn cards. The Teferi Uh, bounces it. It is not a loss like it was the treasure uh map, because treasure map, you had to pay mana to scry. That sucked. Wait, Teferi can bounce your own permanence? Yeah. No, no, They if they have Teferi, if you play this, they play Teferi and put this back in your hand. Oh, yeah. You just put it back down because it's free to scry. I, this card's probably better than Treasure Map, right? I think so. Yeah, this card is definitely playable, especially in the ramp decks that want to want to search for specific cards. You need land? Go get your land. You need don't want land? Good. Scry, scry your land away. 
Yeah. Good stuff. Next card. Blast from the past. Everybody loves this thing. It's not broken. Solemn Simulacrum. Four colorless mana. 2-2. Two, two. When Solemn Simulacrum enters the battlefield, search your library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield tap, and shuffle your library. When it dies, you may draw a card. So, so here's a hot take. Possibly a nuclear take. Not playable? This is the most balanced, most perfectly designed card in the entire game. You know, I uh, I might be with you there. Because it's good. It does some manifesting. It goes into every deck. Or at least it can go into every deck. Because it's an artifact. It's colorless. And, like, it fixes your mana. It's a 2-2 two, two for 4, which, like, you know, whatever. Not great. But when it dies, you draw a card. It replaces itself. Like, this is just... This is perfection. Yeah, I don't know how many of these you're supposed to put into your deck in standard. I... I don't know, but I'm pretty sure the answer is some, because when the Ugin minus fives to take out your Elspeth Conquers deck, death, you want to attack it back. And this thing attacks for two. Ugin goes down yeah. to two when it minus fives. So this thing is actually going to be critical against decks with Ugin. Well, decks with the Ugin are going to play it. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's good against it, and it's good for it. All right. Like I said, like I said, perfectly balanced. Yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. You can play it after your growth spiral. Spend all your mana. Next card. Oh well, yeah, yep. yeah, you can turn three this thing. Spark Hunter Masticore, three mana, three four. As an additional cost to cast the spell, discard a card. Protection from planeswalkers. Pay a mana. Spark Hunter Masticore deals a damage to target planeswalker. Pay three mana. Spark Hunter Masticore gains indestructible until end of turn. I. I don't know why, other than like old flavor and nostalgia, what have you, that you have to discard a card for it. I have no damn clue, because when you do that and they brazen borrow this back into your hand, you feel like a dumbass. Yeah, it's... Why did they do that? They didn't have to do that. And so for that reason, I'm going to give this card a big fat zero. Yeah, I mean, with, with without having to discard a card, it would be balanced, it would be fine. Having to discard a card as... As a cost? No, it's... That's... Yeah. No. Like, if it were... If it were just, like, if it came into play, then triggered discarding card, uh, that'd be fine-ish. But the fact that it can get countered, and now you're two for one... Now, I mean, if there's there's a reanimator deck, it will almost certainly play this. I didn't think about that as an enabler to help you pick off Narset or Teferi because you're reanimating something that draws cards. Okay, interesting. Um, Yeah. Otherwise, terrible. I'm going to move on. (laughs) Uh, Rare land cycle temples, they're great. We know they're great. They've been great for however long. Fable Passage reprint, it's great. We love it. You love to see it. The other rare land that we are going to talk about Animal Sanctuary, tap to add a colorless. Or, pay two mana and tap, put a 1-1 counter on target bird, cat, dog, goat, ox, or snake. <gasps> I Does this game even have oxes? Oxen? Whatever? Yeah, you have the discard ox. It's like bartered ox or something. If you discard it, you make a food. Yeah, bartered cow. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I think, yeah. I don't know. You, you put it in your dog and cat decks. If you do. Um, yeah. Now, or, uh... Or Commander, if you're playing uh, Seshiro. And that's it for the Mythics and Rares review portion. 
Um, I'm going to go through and point out the uncommons and commons I think we should talk about, and then you can do the same. Um, oh, uh, I'll so, go first. so first of all, just, uh, no, I'm going first. Okay, you go first. Taking control of this podcast. Oh, like, hell yeah, brother. Let's go. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm looking at the League Basic Lands. Uh-huh. These are sweet. You like these? Oh, yeah, especially that mountain, because it's all, like... Tendrils? Like, the text box is on fire. Oh, I didn't even see the text box. Where do you get these? Uh, League. If Leagues even exist anymore. Is this an online thing? Like, no, this is, this was in, in paper. I, oh. I played some Leagues uh, at my LGS a few years back. Oh, yeah, mine tried to start that and stuff. They did, like, little draft Leagues. Okay, yeah. You, you... Anyway, anyway, you go on <laughs> All right, let's go back to the uncommons. Uh, first one, Angelic Ascension, colorless white, instant, exile creature, planeswalker. Its controller makes a 4-4 angel. If one for one removal was going to be it, this would be it. Unfortunately, it's not. It tickles my fancy, yeah. but my fa- but standard doesn't care about my fancy. No. Um, next one, Archfiend's Vessel. One black mana, 1-1 one, one lifelink, human cleric. When Archfiend's Vessel enters the battlefield, if it entered from your graveyard, or you cast it from your graveyard, exile it. If you do, create a 5-5 black demon creature token with flying. I would like to point out, we have three mana, whatever you call it, Call of the Dead. Um, you, yeah. The three, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. It's You can bring up to three CMC of two creatures. Perfect. Like, yeah. Right there. Loris. Like, oh. Right there. Loris. Oh, God. Yeah. Sora. Okay, and it, like... Like, if you bring two of these back, uh, you have 12 power for three mana. Oh, you have to exile these dudes, but... Um, oh, okay, so 10, so o- ten power. Only, only just 10 power of flying, that's all. No big that, deal. Yeah, <laughs> who cares about that? This guy is nuts. Put it in your sacrifice decks. Play for play Luris in your main deck. Play Call of the Death Dwell. Oh, actually, you could companion... No, you can't. Yeah, you want to play four Luris with this thing. I'm pretty yeah, sure really... this is the meta now. <laughs> I always forget that you can actually just put the companions in the main deck. Yeah. And then, yeah, just main deck four Luris, and yeah, there you go. What are they? Are they? You can never run out of fuel. <laughs> uh, next one, Cultivate. S tier. It's going in my standard top 10. It's yeah, perfect absolutely. with Arboreal Grazer. You pay the tax for discarding the card, essentially, with Arboreal Grazer. This gets it right back. You're into turn five Nissa land. Yeah, this, this is another example of a very balanced and fair but good card. Yes, in fact, I, I I didn't read Cultivate. I don't think I have to, though. Um, yeah, you it's it's rampant growth, and you also put a card, oh, well, land card into your hand. It's it's good. It's, I'm gonna I'm gonna play four because Arboreal Grazer is my favorite ramp spell. <laughs> yeah. Mox Monkey blocks Diamond, however you like to call it. Uh, Carrion Grub, three colorless and a black. Zero five insect. Carrion Grub gets plus XO, where X is the greatest power among creature cards in your graveyard. When Carrion Grub enters the battlefield, mill four cards. Now, normally, I I said you can't play cards that cost more than two mana without a battle cry or haste. This is a real battle cry. I'm sorry, enter the battlefield effect. And you can yeah. put this in Gyruda. This card is good with Gyruda. Fair Gyruda. This I, is... I like it. If, if you think it sucks, I fully understand. <laughs> it's it, it doesn't suck. It's just, like, the way I brew, I go to extremes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, uh, what's, what's the card? I don't think it's Draco. Phyrexian something or other? I'm just 
Okay, Phyrexian sacrifice creatures. There's a lot of sacrifices. Oh, I, I found yeah. it. I found it. Okay, no. Okay, this thing is actually weaker than I thought. What is uh, it? It was Phyrexian Dreadnought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also there's like, you know, the second Emrakul. Mm -hmm. There's uh, really any of the big, big Aldrazi. Or if you're just like casual kitchen table, you know, Phyrexian Dreadnought. Just, you know, put it in the yard. You can pay one, just put it in the yard. And now you have a four mana. No, true, uh, true. It's just a 12-5. Like, <laughs> here, here you go, deal with it. No, but for standard, I I don't know. I think this card is deceptively powerful, especially since yeah. it fuels itself. You you have the enabler on the card. Yeah. Um, don't sleep on that. Uh, let's see here. Eliminate, worth mentioning, colorless black. Destroy a creature or planeswalker with CMC three or less. Like I've been saying, one for one removal doesn't cut it. If it did, this would be it. I mean, it kills the fairy. It does. And Uro. You don't have to play an extra card to get rid of Narset and Uro and Teferi. This yeah. does it all. One nice little package. And maybe that that versatility is probably good enough to justify um, one or two. Yeah. Kitesail Freebooter. Reprint. Colorless and a black. One, two, human pirate. Flying. When Kitesail Freebooter enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals their hand. You choose non-creature, non-land card from it. Exile that card until Kitesail Freebooter leaves the battlefield. I, it's a good card. You play it when you want some disruption in your aggro deck. And uh, yeah, that's my review of Kitesail Freebooter. Yeah, it's it's fine. Not too exciting, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, Quarry and Dryad. Ancient reprint. Colorless. Oh, that, green. It's uncommon now. Yes, 1-1, one, one, Dryad. Whenever you cast a spell that's white, blue, black, or red, a.k.a. non-green, well, not non-green, because you can play, like, dual colors, put a 1-1 one, yeah. one counter on Quarry and Dryad. I don't know if this card has aged well, but you can play a lot of multicolor cards in standard. They, they brought back a few core sets ago, and people were hype, and then it did nothing. Yeah, I'm not too excited about this card. Like, It's cute if you go, oh, Quarry and Dryad and Dovin's Veto, but I think it's just too hard to, to make work. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Hasn't stood the test of time. Uh, thrashing thrashing Brontodon reprint, always nice. Here's a fun one. Unsubstantiate. Colorless blue, return target spell or creature to its owner's hand. Yeah. I don't think it's playable, but... You, you never know if you need that effect. Keep it in the back of your mind. Yeah. All right, Grasp of Darkness. This is one I... You just like this card, don't you? I can tell. You have an affinity for uh, it, right? I'm trying to find it in the spoiler. Where'd it go? How far down do I have to go? Uh, it's a common. We're in commons now. Oh, we're in commons. Oh, we're, we're, uh, I guess we're just skipping Vrinwing Mare. Vrinwing Mare? Yeah, you could, like I said, bring up whatever tickles your fancy. Uh, we can do that first. I'll, I'll, I'll edit all this out. Let's pretend we're coming back at Vryn Wing there. All right, yeah, let's do that. Uh, sorry. Where am I going? Where is it at? All right. Uh, let's talk about this downshift. Vryn Wing Mare. Two colorless white flying. Non-creature spells cost one more to cast. Two, one. This, I, I understand why it's uncommon now, because, like, when it was new... Uh, in whatever meta that was, that, that was actually relevant. Mm -hmm. But now I'm really not sure. Like, you kind of time walk Team Wreck a little bit. Yeah, it is that Team Wreck doesn't play too much removal, and I don't know. It's I want to say it's too weak. 
Yeah, it's anyway. probably too weak for standard these days. Um, but yeah, next card. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Grasp of Darkness. BB instant target creature gets minus four minus four till end of turn. God yes, I love this card. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I don't know. It's just maybe a more balanced Doomblade. It is, but even an OP Doomblade's not good enough right now. It's sad. <laughs> that's that's really sad. Uh, well, a card I really like, Revitalize, Colorless White, Instant, Gain 3 Life, Draw a Card. I've played the hell out of this in Bant Nexus. I, I, I like that this is back. I can do dumb things with it now. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. Gain 3 Life. Draw a card. Instant Speed. Uh, <laughs> why... In what world, what world do we live in where that is a good card? The one where you loot Nexus to fade over and over again and you need to not die to mono red. <laughs> but we don't, live, we don't live in that world anymore. It doesn't work. Uh, no. Moving on. Indulging Patrician. Colorless white black. Vampire noble. Flying lifelink. At the beginning of your end step, if you gain three or more life this turn, each opponent loses three life. One four. First off. This thing can just sit there as an enchantment, right? And yeah. it's great with Cat Oven and your other white-black life loss things. I like this card because it kills them very quickly. They lose, you gain life, they lose life. It's, I think this thing's good. Yeah, that's that's definitely, I shouldn't say definitely, but almost, almost definitely standard playable. The white-black deck could just not attack you and kill you. Um, I like it. Will it see play? Probably not. Now, this is an interesting card to talk about. Alpine Houndmaster. White, red, 2-2. When Human Warrior. When Alpine Houndmaster enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a card named Alpine Watchdog and or a card named Igneous Cur. Reveal them, put them into your hand, then shuffle your library. Whenever Alpine Houndmaster attacks, it gets plus XO until end of turn, where X is the number of other creatures attacking. Now, Alpine Watchdog is not great, and Igneous Cur is not great, but Alpine Watchdog, Colorless White 2-2, Vigilance. Uh, Igneous Cur is a colorless red elemental dog, 1-2, and then you can pay two mana to give it 2-0. But that's beside the point. This is a 2-2 that just straight up draws two cards. Wait, you can get both? Yes, you get both. Now, huh. it's, it's no Squadron Hawk, because the first Squadron Hawk gets all the others, but... Right. And you will you will draw your, Alpi your Alpine Watchdogs and Igneous Curs, but still, that's a lot of fuel for one card in aggressive colors. Yeah, that's... This thing works well with haste creatures. It gets plus XO. Um... You already played a one drop, I hope, if you're playing this in your deck. And if you didn't, you, you lost the game. <laughs> it says uh, it's an interesting card. I'm going to try it. I will be disappointed. Um, but Dog Tribal. It'll go in the Dog Tribal deck. Yeah. It it reminds me of an old Yu-Gi-Oh card back when it was broken. I mean, it's not broken anymore because of how that game went. Mm -hmm. But the card was Elemental Hero Stratos. And in magic terms, essentially, it was like... It was like five power, come into play, search your deck for another Stratos, put it in your hand. Mm -hmm. So it was, just, it, it was just card advantage, it was aggression, and it very immediately got limited. <laughs> That's funny. Like, there was, there was one major tournament where you could have three Stratos. One. And then they're like, no, no more of this. Yeah, this one's not quite the same, but 
you could put yeah, it in no. your Winota deck. It gets non-humans. It, like, yeah. And if you do put, if you get this guy with Winota, you draw two cards. Then they wipe your board, and you can just play crap. And then if you draw another Winota, you get to do it all over again. And yeah, just a thought that perhaps is it powerful enough? I don't know. You got to try it out. Yeah. Next card: Conclave Mentor, Green White Two Two Centaur Cleric. If one or more 1-1 one, one counters would be put on a creature you control, that many plus one, that many plus one, plus one plus one counters are put on that creature instead. When Conclave Mentor dies, you gain life equal to its power. So, extra 1-1 one, one counters. You get an extra one if you put one on, or more. Yeah. This thing, I think it's, it's being slept on, right? Because you have the 2-3 Proliferate Raptor as well. That's a lot of yeah. damage, especially anytime the, this green-white deck draws Venerated Loxodon, you're just, you're off to the races. It obviously works yeah. well with Stone Coil Serpent. If green-white was ever poised to make a comeback, this would help it. Yeah, uh, Venerated Loxodon, that's the one with Convoke. Yep. And it comes into play, puts a plus one on each of your creatures. Free Elephant. And it's like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, do two of those instead. Yeah. Yeah, you will. Or, or God forbid, three, four, <laughs> Oh, yeah, five. convoke with more than one of these out. Oh, God. But, uh, no, I think uh, this is being slept on. Uh, Lore Scale, Quaddle. Was this card ever playable? 1GU, 2-2 two, two Snake. Whenever you draw a card, put a counter on it. I don't think it was, right? I don't think it was. I mean, it's it's one of those cards where you obviously want to try to build with it and around it. Mm -hmm. But we do have Opt now. Yeah, obviously a limited bomb. You play this, it's a 3-3, and then it just grows and grows and grows. Yeah. But it's beside the point. Uh, I don't think it's playable. It's a three-mana creature that doesn't have haste or battle cry. Enter the battlefield. Yeah. Um, same thing with the next one I was I was looking at. Obsessive Stitcher, Colorless, Blue-Black, Human Wizard, 0-3, tap, draw, then discard a card. Four-mana tap, sacrifice Obsessive Stitcher, return card, creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Yeah. I think you're underrating this. I don't know. If it lives, you're doing a lot. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, you can reanimate at instant speed, too, with this thing. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe I am underrating it. I would like to un be underrating it. That's the world I want to live in. So, like, this, Liliana, I don't know what you'd want to reanimate, but... It doesn't matter. You just pick a random fatty. Just yeah, just, just pick the biggest creature. War Visionary. Two colorless green. Elf Druid 2-2. When Llanowar Visionary enters the battlefield, draw a card. Tap at a green mana. Now here's the comparison. Borderland Ranger, or any mm -hmm. of the three mana 2-2s two fetch a land, right? Mm -hmm. The thing with this is, you can mutate onto this, or you can make mana to get to your bigger mutate. Yeah. It draws a card. I, I, don't, I, I feel like I'm underrating it. I really do. So, wait, how does mutate work with this? What do you mean? It's an elf druid. You just slap the creature onto it. Or under it. So if the if if the elf druid, druid mutates into something else, the other the new creature gains the abilities it just came into play. Do you draw a card? No, 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 no. Um, I'm just saying it is a nice body for that. Oh sure. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye out. It might be playable. Uh, for the colorless uncommons, Tormod script. Everybody loves Tormod script. Good card when you want it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all, that's all I have for a set review. Yeah, I. I think that about wraps it up. All right. M21, a lot, of, lot to talk about, a lot to think about. For the condensed version, we'll uh, be doing a deck dump and uh, putting out some articles. Thanks for listening. See you next time.